Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people, it gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Am I the top, Mike? Because I'm seeing you. Mike, You're right at the top, baby. What's up, my guy? You're right at the top with me, dude. Hey, Mike, look at my shirt. Ooh, I got a new shirt. I got a new sponsor. Ooh, I got a, I actually have a golf sponsor. Seriously, I got a I got a golf company that sponsors me, and I'm a bad yeah. golfer. No, you're a great golfer, man. Don't don't shut yourself short, dude. Hey, Andrew's getting better. I heard you're getting better. That's all the that matter. I'm getting better. I'm getting better, my guy. I'm getting better. So, Mike, I wanted to check in with you because you're doing the Ultimate Fighter right now. That's an experience in itself, but it's also an experience to be doing it with Conor McGregor. How has it been dealing with McGregor? Because that was the agitator in my season because Stipe is kind of a, a, a normal, cool guy. I would try to agitate him. How is it being on the opposite side of being agitated? Because it seems like McGregor is a guy that wants to get under his skin. Yeah, you knew. Yeah, you knew Connor was going to be that guy, and that was that's why everybody says, "Okay, how did you how do you prepare for the Ultimate Fighter?" And truthfully, I didn't have a lot of time to prepare. Essentially, it was a five day five-day period where I was I got the call that it was happening and then I had to be in Vegas five days later which means I had to put together my team and then all of a sudden you start thinking okay when are you going to see Connor the first time how is it how is he going to react how is he going to respond how is he going to how is he going to start downloading and taking notes about how he's going to get under your skin and become the the notorious Connor McGregor that he is on ESPN every single week um it was uh it was inter- interesting to say the least. You know, obviously Connor and I, the the deal was when we started the show, and the deal still is, we were going to fight each other. We're going to fight each other after the show. So the competition, our fight, which would be months after the show airs, started the day that we set foot down in Vegas, right? Yep. So yep. gamesmanship, mind games. I wanted to beat him at every turn. I wanted to beat him in every single fight, and then eventually beat him 
in our fight when we do fight. Um, so it was interesting, man. I knew Connor is a uh, black belt in verbal jujitsu. You know, he is a he is good. And you saw in that first promo that they aired, you'll do what you told right away, which yeah. I thought was a great line. Good for him. Um, and you've seen a little bit of back and forth banter, and obviously you see the the promo they keep putting out there for the push. Uh, that well, happened, yeah, what but, is uh, it? Like he hits you? He actually like mushes your face. Oh yeah, it was a face push, man. Nice big face push. So it's uh, I mean, that he was pushes your face. Did you want to kill him? Yeah, well, no, not really. Because to me, to me, it's all part of the game, right? To me, it's all part of the 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 showmanship of who he is and whatnot. But I mean, I will say I was surprised at how pissed he got after. Which it'll come up here in these next couple episodes. People will see. It's going to be nice and fun. But uh, you know. It was a heated competition, just like when you were a coach. Like you want to win every single yes. fight. When you yes. lose, you take it personally. And he wasn't. Just he's so not happens winning that, to this point. Yeah. He's not winning. Yeah. So, yeah. So Connor's been losing in the, the show. So <laughs> you know, and he he himself maybe doesn't take it that personally, but he does. He wants to win. So I, uh, he, you know, blood boiled over. <laughs> Mike, let me ask you this question. And I've been one of the people that have kind of said it. You and I are friends, and I try to judge things as as I can, even if at times it's like saying something in negative about my friends. You've been called the Arturo Gotti of, of fighting. I've said that there's a much safer way of fighting, but I've also gone on record and said Conor McGregor will want to fight Mike because Mike's going to stand with him and, will, and Mike will ultimately give him an opportunity to make it a competitive fight. Do you feel first off that it's disrespectful that we say that? And do, or do, and do you feel like, that's why Conor McGregor says, I'll coach the ultimate fighter with Michael Chandler, because ultimately you will fight him in that way that gives him the best chance, and that's in a stand-up fight. Yeah, you know, uh, no, I don't, take, I don't take it as disrespectful that people call me the Arturo Gotti. I mean, ultimately, Arturo Gotti made people feel something, and that's what I'm in this sport to do, right? I'm here to, yep. I'm here to collect a nice Bro, big paycheck from my family can I say something? and make people feel can something. I, say something? Yeah. I, I love that you said that. Tom Gervasi is the guy that does the research for the UFC. He has a vote at the Boxing Hall of Fame. He said something very similar. We were talking about Hall of Fame because I was in this whole thing with the Jim Miller and I got all this shit for it. Um, he said he got shit for voting Arturo Gotti in. But he said Arturo Gotti made him feel. He said, so Monday, you might not be talking about Floyd Mayweather at the ice cooler or at the cooler or at the coffee shop. Talking about Arturo Gotti, and yeah. I'm I'm telling you, bro. I, two times I've heard that. Like you got, and and now I think back, and I'm like, maybe Jim Miller is a Hall of Famer because he makes you feel something. And I, I guess it's not an insult to be the Arturo Gotti because people well, do no, feel yeah. after they watch you fight. Yeah, and ultimately that I, I feel like, you know, obviously I'm not a big hey make all your decisions based on your feelings kind of guy, but I you got to look at the X's and O's. You got to look at black and white results and all of this, these different things, of course. But ultimately, why are we friends with people? Well, they make us feel a certain way. Why, why do yep, we choose yep. a certain profession? Why have you continued to do what you're doing and continue to broaden your horizons? It's, yeah, you're making a paycheck and yeah, you're making a name for yourself, but it makes you feel something as well. Why, why did I marry the woman that I married? Why do, I, why do I do what I'm doing? Almost everything we do goes back to how it makes us feel, whether it's contentment, joy, peace, entertainment. We're in the 
feelings business, making people feel yeah. something. Yeah, maybe I don't win every single fight. Maybe I could fight a different way that people want me to fight, but I'm making people feel something and their butts will be in seats. They will buy the pay-per-view. And ultimately, mm-hmm. when I knock out Connor later this year or whenever that fight is, people are going to feel something. I'm going to continue to plant my flag as one of the best lightweights to ever do it. And I still think I'm going to wear UFC gold before I retire. So I just, I'm in it to make people feel something and ultimately... You know, I have the life that I have because I make people feel something. And that's that's for a guy like me, right? The guy that's always saying, Michael Chandler could be more safe. Michael Chandler could do this. Connor's picking him for this reason. You go out there and knock him on, you prove everybody wrong. But like you said, um, we get into what's supposed to happen. You said this year or whenever it happens. Because like Ben Askren and I did this thing. One of your, your uh, you and Ben wrestled together in college, right? And mm-hmm. uh, we did this thing where we did a show. And we talked about your guys' fight. We had a countdown because there was 24 hours left for Connor to get in the USADA pool in order to fight at the end of the year. Um, what's the latest that you've heard on the fight that you could share? I understand. I know the workings of the backstage, but whatever you could share, what can you share about the fight? And how annoyed are you that it isn't happening? Because if we know one thing about Michael Chandler, Michael Chandler's active. And by doing the yep. show... And by fighting Conor McGregor and waiting for Conor McGregor, which I do believe you should, do not fight anyone else, wait for McGregor. How annoying is it that you're having to wait this long? And what's the update on the fight? Man, so I can't give you much of an update. Obviously, yeah, there's talks Mm -hmm. going on and happening basically every single day. Um, It is a moving target. And I do understand the intrigue. I understand the annoyance for a lot of people. And I understand the how quickly people want answers. They want answers and they want them now with a fight of this magnitude, two of the most exciting guys in the sport. Obviously it's Connor and his comeback, the greatest comeback in combat sports history. He's calling it. He's got his documentary, a guy like me who loves to fight. I love being active. I'm a guy who puts butts in seats. Of course, everybody wants answers. They are eager for answers, but ultimately we all have to practice patience. This for me is is a time right now for me to practice patience. I knew what I signed up for. I knew doing the ultimate fighter, then there was going to be a lull in a long period of time in the show. We're, we aren't even halfway through the show yet. So everybody no, who wants sure. answers, you got to remember too, we're not even halfway through the show yet. Uh, yes, there's been some stuff happening between me and Connor. Yes, there's all the speculation and all the different, you know, conspiracy theories about is Connor coming back? Is he not coming back? Is he partying too much? Hey, you saw to this, you saw to that. You know, either way, I'm a fighter's I'm a fighter's guy. I'm a fighter's fighter. I'm, there's a reason people love to watch me fight. It's a reason they tune in. I think Connor's coming back. I don't think he wants to sustain his legacy by leading us all down this road of I'm doing the ultimate fighter. I'm fighting Michael Chandler. Oh, by the way, never mind. I'm not coming back. Make sure you buy my title sport and my my Irish whiskey and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> He's coming yeah. back. Yeah, supposedly there was a countdown with USADA six months and all that other stuff. That's not for me to choose or or decide. Has there been exemptions before? People are talking about exemptions. Of course, that's all on the table. All I know is I'm controlling the controllables. And I also know that either way, I'm going to keep on moving forward. And I do believe I fight Connor within the next six months. And it's going to be one of the biggest pay-per-views that we have ever seen. And uh, I'm going to go out there and knock him out within within the first two rounds. Yeah, it's going to be a tremendous fight between you two, Mike. Before, guys, Mike, I got a couple things I want to get with you on. I want to get with you on. Uh, the lightweight division as a whole a little bit. I want to talk to you a little bit about Islam Mahachev. 
who is very vocal in his assessments of everybody in the division. Yeah. But before that, let me pay a couple bills real quick. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Guys, today's video is brought to you by the Game Time app. The Game Time app is the last-minute ticket supplier, the biggest one in the world. So no matter what you're trying to do, you want to go watch Michael Chandler fight Conor McGregor? Wait till the last minute. It might save you some money. Use the Game Time app. Go watch a basketball game, football game. It does not matter. The Game Time app leads the world and last-minute ticket buys. And how about this? Instead of just saving you money on tickets, how about using my promo code, DCTV, for $20 off of your first purchase. So no matter where you are, you're like the Chandler family who get dolled up once a week to go out to dinner to watch a comedy show. Use the Game Time app and save some money. We all don't have Michael Chandler's money. So we're all trying to save money. And use the promo code, DCTV, for $20 off of your first purchase. Go now, guys. Mike. Islam Mahachev is one of my friends. He's the champion in your division right now. And his assessment of the division, to me, is very funny because he's so matter-of-fact. But as you know, you and I have experience with Russians in wrestling. That is just how they speak. Do yep. you think that the division, when they hear Islam say things like the BMF title is for bums and all this, what does that make guys like you who does say, the BMF title fight is a great fight between two real high-level competitors. What does that make the division feel when they see him talking in a way that he does? No, I, I, I completely agree with you. Yes, I see. I People can read it as a headline and they can read it or they can even listen to him say it, but he doesn't have all of these different adjectives and all of this different. He doesn't have all of these weapons in his English tool belt, so to speak. So, yeah, he yeah. does speak very black and white, matter-of-factly. So... <laughs> Yeah, he, he yeah he he knows 
he gets to the point very quickly, whereas some of us kind of dance around <laughs> just to hit us, hit you with the punchline, where he just like punchline, 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 which so could funny. tick a lot of us off. And Islam and I have had our spats. I would love to, I would love to share the octagon with him. Obviously, Connor is my number one goal right now, but man, I would like to knock out Connor and I, I want to fight Islam. I think Islam and I. I, did, I know I didn't prove it in my last fight. Obviously, I lost to Poirier. Obviously, I'm not going to get a title shot coming off of a loss to Poirier. But, no, but if you beat McGregor, if you beat McGregor. Yeah. No, and trust me, I'm going to get a lot of crap. People talking about, you know, here goes Chandler talking about the title shot again, Dana White privilege and all this other stuff. But, dude, oh I just God. want the biggest fights possible. I want the biggest <laughs> platforms, the biggest fights possible. And you know I'm always going to deliver. Can my yeah. wrestling, can my good old-fashioned passionate Division One wrestling beat the Dagestani Sambo? Can it beat the Dagestani yeah. wrestling? I don't know. We, we, we may yeah. never know, but I would like to know. Yeah, it's tremendous, man. Like, I'm telling you, when I look at this division, it is one of the deeper divisions. But then we also had a conversation the other day, Mike, about this. We, people were arguing, and we were debating. And this was uh, actually one of the guys on the fight card, him and I were going back and forth, about lightweight versus bantamweight. People say bantamweight is the best division in the UFC now. Because, and only because, at lightweight, the top five hasn't really changed. Is that just a credit to you guys and the staying power, or is it because the division maybe isn't as deep as people want it to be? And this is me, right? Yeah. I'm, I'm a hey, I'm a TV guy, Mike, so I'm always trying to draw out the. So I'm, I might seem a little disrespectful, but this is the question: bantamweight, because think about all the changeover that bantamweight has had since you got to the UFC. And at lightweight, it's always you, Poirier, Gaethje, Mahachev is the only guy in the top five that Charles Oliveira. It's always been the same guy since 2018. So does weight rise above lightweight because of all the young guys that have now pushed their way to the top? Yeah, no, I think uh, I think lightweight is still a, a better division. I will say, I mean, I don't know who out, who is outside the top five in the bantamweight division either. And maybe that's just me not being a, enough a student of the sport. But obviously there's been a lot of changeover. And in our division, once again, I think we make people feel something. It is the most electrifying division in the mm -hmm. UFC. When you think yeah. about the resurgence of Charles Oliveira 2.0, when you think about the highlight reel himself, Justin Gaethje, Dustin Poirier, now they're going to rematch each other for the BMF belt. You got Islam who came in, was exactly who he said he was. He wasn't who we all thought he was. We all said Islam's going to falter. Islam isn't as good as he's talking, which goes back to him being very matter-of-fact and very black and white with what he says, but he has proven to be the, the king on top of the division. Um, but yeah, ultimately, man, now you got Connor coming back. Obviously, he and I are both going to fight at welterweight, but we're both still lightweight that hard, if you will. He thinks yeah. he's you know, a big guy now, but is he big? Is he actually big? Is he actually big? He looks big like on TV, but like I haven't seen him in person. Like, is he actually like a big guy? He's not as big as he looks on Instagram and that kind of stuff. I will say, you know, I just think people see me and him next to each other, and I, I think we look about, I think we look the same size. I think I'm actually a pound or two, a couple pounds heavier than him because I think I'm. He denser. looks like Scott Steiner. Remember when Scott Steiner got like super big and he was Big Papa Pump? He kind of yeah. looked like he looks like Scott Steiner when Scott Steiner got like really, really big. Last thing before I let you go, champ. Charles Oliveira, bro. That, that performance in Benil Darius, did you see that coming? Like, did you expect that? This dude somehow just keeps on. Like, I mean, he might fight for the belt again, though, because he looks so good against Benil Darius. Like, how is he doing this? Like, 
you guys all seem to hurt him so badly. And then he finds a way to come back and, and he, he fights in the way that he did. Who could have ever expected that against Benil Daryush? He completely wiped him out. Yeah, man, it was it was tough. I think part of me and probably everybody wanted to see Benil win for the simple fact that he's been on this run. He's never gotten the title shot. You get through Charles, you get that title shot. We want You're to a good guy. Go, right, You're yeah, a good you guy. Know, it's like, yeah, well, and, and, and Benil's, Benil's a good dude. He's got a good reputation. He's got some great highlight real knockouts. He's been at the, the top five of the division for a very long time, but Charles Oliveira just won't go away. And that's a guy who, you know, talking about the ultimate fighter, he would have been on the veterans team. The guy who got cut, the dude almost got yeah, cut yeah. from the UFC. Dude. He missed weight a couple times. He had, he was up and down with his performances. He was, I think he's one of the biggest stories in mixed martial arts because he was kind of a, uh, you're not that good of a fighter. You can't I mean, really he, show he, up on the bright light. No, yes, he definitely is now. That was who we thought he was a couple yeah. of years ago. That's who I thought I was fighting years ago. I thought it was kind of a luck thing that he, who did he beat back then? I think it was Tony Ferguson or something for me and him to fight yeah. for the title, whatever, whatever it might be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to go out there and break him, dude, and then he beats me. He beats Poirier. He beats uh, Gaethje. I mean, he beats yeah, he beat Gaethje. All of, I mean, Charles Oliveira 2.0 is a force to be reckoned with, man. And I, I want to, I want that rematch. Obviously, right now I'm still focused on the Conor fight, but I think. Uh, I think I beat Charles Oliveira. I think I beat Islam. You know, you know how we talk to. Him. We think we can beat everybody, yeah. right? That's what we have to do. You're in the middle of it all. Charles is great. Yeah, and you're in the middle of it all, dog. Like you're in the middle of it all, man. Like you are the man, Mike. Thank you for spending a little time with me, man. Checking in, and we gonna see you at the top. Let's see you at the top. I Let's love you. I don't know where the fuck you got that. I don't know why you got that, but you make some hey. shirts like see you at the top, guys. Shit, I got them, dude. I got them, dude. Zig Ziglar said it. Anyway, I, I, yeah, I cannot. I can. I'll get you. I'll get you a shirt for sure. But yeah, I, uh, I can't take credit for that. That was the great, one of the greatest, the greatest motivational speaker of all time, Zig Ziglar. He wrote a book called See You at the Top. He said, See you at the top all the time. He is the man. So I don't take credit see for it. You but, at hey, the top. Yes, I want you to see, see you, you at the top. top. I'll see That's you my boy. Over the top. Yeah, dude. My boy, Mike Chandler, guys. <laughs> That's Michael Chandler. Like, subscribe. Hey, and on Michael Chandler's After the Tough Show, him and I are going to watch the Ultimate Fighter latest episode, and then we're going to discuss it a little bit on his YouTube. So y'all make sure to tap into everything that Michael Chandler got going on also. My boy Chandler got a media team. Not one guy. My boy Chandler has a media team. Guys, so make sure you catch me on Mike's uh, podcast, his show. What's it called, Mike? After Tough? Like, what's it called? It's called, yeah, it's just the Tough 31 uh, Reaction Show. So MikeChandler.com, yeah. uh, uh, sorry, YouTube.com slash MikeChandlerMMA on my channel. You were uh, gracious enough to bless us with your presence, and uh, well, it's, gonna be, love, it's a great I episode. My boy's wife, my boy, my, my boy Bracketona's fighting this week on The Ultimate Fighter, so I had to hey. make sure that uh, I tapped in. Yeah. Me and DC share a lot of things. We're similar in a lot of ways. One of one of which was the fact that we both coached Brad Katona. So make sure y'all yes. check it out. Make sure y'all watch me on Michael Chandler's show. Guys, until next time, peace. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. 
Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at, at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.